Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. This morning on the third hour of today, tackling a teacher shortage. Schools are scrambling to find and keep educators as students head back to class. What's behind the troubling trend? Then, pumpkin spice is back. Good grief. Signature fall flavor making its return in the middle of summer. Why? Plus, a sisterhood of sport. Women's flag football becoming more and more popular. All right, question. Do you think I have a, a future in flag football? A little future? <laughs> you have abilities. <laughs> Our alley love gearing up for the game. And later, from the bear to and just like that, even Outlander. How you can travel the destinations in your favorite TV shows. Today, Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. You're not seeing things. I'm uh, here. Al, Chanel, Craig. Um, you guys both Good had morning. a nice long weekend. Welcome yeah. back. Good yeah. morning. Yeah. And you had a, you were in Martha's Vineyard. I was in Martha's Vineyard. I haven't been in over 20 years. I forgot how beautiful oh, it is. It's yeah. just a lovely time. Deborah, that's the Edgar Town Lighthouse. Uh, went there because uh, we've got a film. Uh, this is the the view from the Edgar Town Lighthouse. You can climb wow. up to the top of it, wow. and it's just gorgeous. Is that yours? And, did you film that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was the beautiful. Camera. Was the that new knee of yours is serving you well. It's doing okay. It's doing okay. And then we uh, we had a film in the uh, Martha's Vineyard African American Film Festival called uh, Gaining Ground: The Fight for Black Land, all about the fact that the 1920s black farmers had over 20 million acres of land, yep. and now it's down to less than a million. Mm. So, uh, the, it's so, an important so we, story. Yeah, so. Received well. Yeah, it, it yeah. Really that's quite was. the film festival, too. By the way, I've heard. Yeah, it's lovely. I mean, they had a great. We had a great time. I love that. I had my bachelorette party in Martha's Vineyard. Really? Oh. I didn't know that. Did, yeah. did you lose your luggage there? <laughs> um, I did not. I carried on. Hashtag too soon. Hashtag carry on. What okay. Place? I know. Where I know. So, uh, so I had a chance to go. You were there for a quick second in Birmingham, Alabama. So every year, the National Association of Black Journalists, they have a conference. You network, you fellowship, sure. you have panels and workshops. Um, so this year was held in Birmingham. And very fittingly, um, I had the chance to interview um, one of the survivors of the 1963 bombing of Birmingham 16th Street Baptist Church. Um, Janice Wesley Kelsey was also there. Um, they're both there in yellow. Um, the survivor, her name is Sarah Collins Rudolph. For so long, we've heard about the four little girls who were killed in that bombing. Well, there was a fifth little girl. And after decades, she's finally decided uh, to share her story. So it was a powerful in- a powerful interview um, with both of those women. So we're going to try to have more on that coming up a little yeah, later. Terrific. A really good weekend. Uh, you're, st- you're clearly still in summer. Oh, yeah. With that, absolutely. With that beach trip. But in some parts of the country, in fact, my nephews, I just got a picture. The from, pictures. My nephews are going back to school today. <laughs> Lots of kids going back I to school. I, I would get people would comment on social media like, your kids are still in school at the end of June. It's like, yes, but they're also right. not starting again until right. right. And, and we're talking about it this morning because yet this year, so many classrooms are looking a little different as districts all over the country are struggling to fill teacher vacancies. We've talked about this, but this year it's worse than ever. So let's go to NBC's Maggie Vespa. She joins us from Chicago with a closer look. Maggie, good morning. 
Hey, guys, good morning. Yeah, a little on-the-ground perspective here outside Chase Elementary in Chicago. We just had a teacher walk by, headed into this building. She asked why we were here. We told her, and she went, you know what? I've been teaching for 23 years, and she goes, it's been getting harder every year. And then she pointed at us, and she said, there is a reason for that shortage. Here in Illinois, it's actually so bad, the governor is proposing a three-year pilot program to try to recruit and retain new teachers. I mean, suffice it to say, it is a serious problem playing out in districts across the country. As students head back to school for the start of another year, many districts nationwide are scrambling to find qualified teachers for every classroom. Some 51,000 teachers quit in May of this year, impacting kids and their families. He got a letter from the school saying that he doesn't have a teacher, that he may have one before school starts. Teachers qualified in subjects like science, math, and special ed are in especially short supply. We're losing 300,000 teachers a year, and we're not getting enough people coming into the profession. Concerns over school safety are a factor, along with post-pandemic burnout. Teacher pay has also stagnated, while the cost of a four-year degree has skyrocketed. Every teacher I know is working two to three jobs. We're doing DoorDash, we're doing Uber, we're doing waitressing. In states like Florida, some teachers say political battles over education have become too much. I quit my teaching job because of the banning of books, the low pay, the treatment of LGBTQ young people, staff and adults, the whitewashing of black history in America. For dedicated professionals, it's often a difficult and emotional choice. It killed me to leave my kids. Those are my kids. Administrators are looking for solutions. And then the temperature going down. Including so-called grow-your-own programs that pay apprentice teachers and recruit candidates who might not have a traditional teaching background. Now we're going to support you by paying you while you're training. You're an employee from day one, so the loyalty is built in. In Maryland, grant money allows aides and support staff at this school for special needs kids to attend college and become educators. We could go to college full-time and get a degree fully paid for, tuition, books, all that good stuff, and really in my dream field, which is special education. New pathways into the profession at a moment that requires creative solutions. And speaking of being creative, it turns out more and more districts across the country, guys, are pivoting to four-day school weeks. In fact, one study shows that is now the new normal in 850 districts across the country. That's up from 650 in 2020. And experts say, you know, among the pros, it definitely cuts costs. Attendance goes up and as does morale. But they say a big con is that a lot of studies show it contributes to learning loss among students, particularly in English and math. But we talked about this earlier in the show. A lot of districts, a lot of administrators say, hey, they have to change something. The status quo isn't working. And these teacher shortages, they say, are proof of that. Mm. Guys. It's a national crisis. How about pay them more, pay them more and, and pay them some respect. Pay them more and pay them respect. Yeah, that will go a long way. All right, thank you, Maggie. Maggie. All right, so it may uh, certainly feel like summer, but nothing says fall like back to school. And now there's another sure sign the new season is coming because, Al, pumpkin spice, it's back. Why? And here with all the buzz is NBC News anchor Joe Fryer. You brought props this morning. You know what? I just have two words for you. Pumpkin everything, Al. <laughs> oh, very nice. Pumpkin everything. Very nice. Got that at Home Goods. I got it. Everything. Bought it last wow. night. Look at that. Out? That's, That's great. They're already <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> to love it. Your, but I appreciate the gift. Like it or not, and I think we know for Al, it is a nod. Pumpkin Spice is already coming back. There are reports that Starbucks is going to bring the PSL back earlier, and many other companies are jumping on the early fall bandwagon. PSL. Even though summer temps are blistering, nationwide an autumn trend is already brewing. The return of the pumpkin spice latte. First one of the season, let's try it out. The seasonal fall drink falling earlier on the calendar, sparking that yearly debate. Iced pumpkin spice latte. No, no, she's asking me for pumpkin. It's August. Pumpkin spice is hitting the stores already. I'm out. Experts say pumpkin-flavored products generate $500 million yearly in the U.S., which may explain why some companies seemingly start fall earlier and earlier every year. FYI, the PSL, Starbucks Pumpkin Spice Latte, generates hundreds of millions in sales alone. When the pumpkin spice latte arrives, you know it's fall time period, and there's something nostalgic about fall. Peter Dukes created the iconic PSL, the coffee giant's top seasonal beverage, in 2003, making this the 20th anniversary. Maybe some people want to hold on to summer a little bit longer. Uh, they're not quite ready for, for fall. Food blogger Marky Devo says the Starbucks fall menu could drop as early as August 24th, six days earlier than last year. And it's not the only company jumping on the fall bandwagon. Duncan exclusively tells NBC News the launch date for its fall menu is next Wednesday, August 16th. Krispy Kreme and Whole Foods are introducing their own pumpkin spice products in early August, along with 7-Eleven, which I visited last night. The debate over pumpkin spice even spicing up the banter here at Today. I hate pumpkin spice latte. What don't you like about it? Okay, there's no pumpkin in it. It's chemicals. It's artificial flavoring. There, it, it just, it, why? I need something to cleanse my palate. Oh, I don't know. Battery acid? There's no pumpkin in it. There's no spice. There's berry a latte. Stop it. But for the naysayers who say it's way too early, Starbucks and other coffee chains typically offer iced versions of the fall treats that make for the perfect transition to say goodbye to the sweltering summer and hello to cooler temps ahead. So we asked Starbucks to confirm that reported August 24th fall release date. The company was unable to let us know. Because they were gagging. All these companies are doing this a good month and a half before the fall equinox. We already have. These are Krispy Kreme. They came out with the pumpkin donuts yesterday. Everything else fall flavored here. They're already out. And here's the deal. This right here, I went to Home Goods last night we went. Mm -hmm. They already had all this stuff in the front display right now. Are these candles? These are pumpkin spice candles, so you can't drink them, but they're actual candles. Candles. It's Again, a really, it's cute. Another, yeah. Just I just, growing up, I don't remember Melissa pumpkin spice even being a thing. It wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't. It started a thing. about twenty years ago. Really. Yeah, I'll try but my thing now. is like, I love fall. Like I used to live when I lived up in, in Boston. We'd go to Salem, Massachusetts, like leading up to you know end sure. of August, September, uh-huh. and then it just smelled like those fall spices. Yeah, sure. but they were real. Which is what this they were real smells. Of, but it's still just, just too a little soon. too soon. Yes, but I think people love to love this season, right? Fall so, begins so September twenty third. It's like. At 249. Christmas in July. I mean, Stop it. It's a good donut. Joe, thank you. And listen, thank you, you Joe. Like went and got candles for us. And I, I like the fall tie. Very nice. And thank you for the gift. I'm going to put it, it in lovely. Al's car. Thank you. <laughs> like in, in the back window when yeah. Al drives down the street. Still ahead on the third hour, protecting your posture, whether it's backpacks like these young folks have, or even the adults having lugging those heavy bags. Uh-huh. How to avoid the back pain? 
Then later, we're going to meet the woman leading the charge for one of the world's fastest growing sports. No, it's not pickleball. No. Flag football. Our Allie Love is learning a thing or two from her on the field. Third hour of today. We'll be right back. You know, one of the reasons flag football is My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. This morning on today's checklist, we're helping you avoid the aches and pains from lugging around heavy backpacks or bags. Mm-hmm. Whether you're traveling, maybe gearing up uh, for the kids returning to school, some simple changes can make a big difference. And here with some tips and tricks, Karina Wu. She's board-certified clinical specialist in orthopedic physical therapy. Karina, good to have you back. Hi. Thank you. Good morning. So let's just start with, like, when you lift more than you should, when you carry more than you should on your back, what are some of the potential risks? So the biggest risk when you're carrying too heavy a weight in any bag is neck pain, shoulder or arm pain, back pain. If you have difficulty lifting the bag, severe difficulty without good form, you have a potential increase for injury. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if you're unable to lift the bag, it is too heavy. There's too much weight. So the ideal amount of weight that you should have in a bag is between 10 to 20% of your body weight. 10 to 20% mm. of your body weight. Yes. Regardless of what your body weight is. We're talking adults and kids. Adults and kids. Okay. 10% is the ideal. So if you're a 200-pound male, 40 pounds is supposed to be your max. 10 pounds would be ideal. Okay. You've got a quick okay. exercise yes. for folks watching at home that we can do to correct our posture, maybe make us a little bit stronger as well? Yes. So how you carry yourself around is just as important as what you're carrying around and where you're carrying it around. So postural correction is standing up nice and tall, putting your weight equally between both feet, hip width distance. You're going to pretend like you're a puppet Mm -hmm. or for the ladies, a ballerina. So the crown of your head is reaching up, 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 really nice and tall. That turns on your postural muscles in your back. And then you're going to pull your abdominals in, your deep abdominals. That's stabilizing your core, which helps decompress your spine, Mm -hmm. stabilize your spine, and power your limbs to avoid aches and pains. So, And is that just while we're standing around? Yes. So you don't want to stand on one hip like this. Uh You obviously don't want to slouch. I know. We all do. So, you know, last season, I messed up my shoulder. And they were telling me that the bags I carry to work are too heavy. You know, sometimes you, you, a lot of 
ladies yeah. have a bag. Yes. Before you know you it, there's just so much stuff. stuff in there. Exactly. So let's talk about maybe how we should pick this up. Yes. Or is there anything so this is do? where we're carrying the weight, right? So, and we all do this. Even if you're getting into a car, if you're schlepping yep. this home, go ahead and put this in your hand. Oh yeah. That's the right. more weight. I usually put it on my shoulder. Correct. You naturally figure that out yeah. because the closer it is to your torso, the less work and the less potential for injury. The further away it is, the more exponential oh. the spinal load. Okay. So you want to bring your weight. You want to put this over your shoulder. You do want to put it on your shoulder. Yes. Okay. If your arm can fit through that, or you're going to put it on your elbow because you're using the way. larger muscles and joints, which takes less, it takes less energy to okay. do the work. Okay. Good advice. Okay. Okay. So it's interesting that you say put it on your shoulder because then, you know, you see people in I line know. at the airport and they're like waiting in line and they're holding onto the bag and it's just like... So is the shoulder good or bad? So this is this is great for travelers, right? Okay. Um, if you're going to carry the bag, you want to have that good upright posture. Distribute the load. And also, if you're carrying anything like this, you're distributing the load equally on both sides. Okay. But the better option is do the squat pickup. So let's oh, place that I bag down. Right. And you're going to have a flat back. You're going to grab the smaller oh, strap. So don't do this. Okay. Obviously not in your heels, but this is great. I just got stuck in Atlanta Airport, the world's busiest airport. Yes. So I watched all these people holding Doing bags and walking with really poor posture. Yes. Is so, crossbody, does that help? Crossbody does help, but okay. with bags like this, you want to squat, put it down on a clean spot on the floor okay. in line, in those long TSA lines, yes. and then go ahead and lift it up. So you'll get the so benefit it the whole time. of a workout. You okay. don't stress your body with the added compression and you don't end up in your destination with okay. new aches and pains. But obviously sure. this type of bag is probably better. This is the alternate. This. You're going to put the bag, heavy bags. Ladies were guilty of this with our heavy purses. Put yep. it on the rolling bag. No weight is being carried on you. That's okay. why I carry a rolling bag just to put exactly. the, the, my backpack sure. or whatever. It's and so speaking, much easier. Speaking of backpacks, a lot of kids, a lot of adults use backpacks, uh, especially traveling. What should we be looking for in a backpack and how should we be wearing it? So it's also back to school. So this is a good option of picking your backpack. You want something with that's lightweight, but sturdy material. You want multiple pockets to disperse the load. You want wide and padded or contoured uh, straps. Mm -hmm. I'm changing you want chest year. straps if, yep. you, if they okay. come with them, especially if you're going to carry heavy weights and you want a mm -hmm. padded back with a breathable mesh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those so protect we, you. Let's look at Sophia here. Now she's got her backpack. What, what's, what's she doing right or wrong? So this is the do, the don'ts. Excuse me. She is only using one strap, which mm -hmm. is not ideal. She's going to create muscle imbalances and neck pains and shoulder pains. This is a cool way to hold a backpack. This yeah. is a thin backpack, so right. if there's any books in the edges, they're actually going to poke her in the back. Oh. They shift around in the bag. Mm -hmm. We want to tighten up the straps here, so this weight needs to be closer to her spine to avoid the compression uh. in her spine and all the aches and pains that your kids are going to and, complain and both about. both straps on. Correct. So with Blake here, he is doing it correctly. A backpack was made to with go, two Blake. Straps. Go, Good job. He's using both straps. He needs to apply this chest strap. Oh. It keeps the straps in close and tight and keeps the weight closer to him. Mm -hmm. With multiple uh, pockets around, you're going to disperse the load. Yeah. And this... The core of this weight. And should weight, you be checking your kids to make sure they're not overloading these Yes, things? correct. So, But the core of this weight should be closer to the back. Mm -hmm. If he's got heavy books, they're closer towards the back of the I backpack, okay. not further away because oh, it's going to pull him. Oh. So if I pull him this way, he mm -hmm. has to slump forward. That's and really it's a good helpful. idea to check it. My daughter was complaining this past school year. Her back was hurting. And I'm like, oh. what's going on? Then I picked up her backpack and I'm like, girl, like, why do you have all this stuff in your yeah. bag? Mm -hmm. So it's not Great a bad idea move. to check. Thank Fantastic you guys. Fantastic tips. Thank great. you. All right. Still ahead, how your favorite summer 
summer shows can inspire your next vacation. Whether you're a foodie like the bear or love fashion like and just like that, we are doing the planning for you. But first, we're taking you behind the scenes of women's flag football with one inspiring athlete. Our Allie Love is here to share the story. Hi, good morning, Allie. And we are back in just 60 seconds. For most of us, flag football brings back memories of gym class from grade school, perhaps. It's a game that's really similar to traditional football, but flags are pulled from players instead of tackling. Mm -hmm. So the sport has recently gained national and even international attention after the NFL changed its annual Pro Bowl format to flag football instead. And our own Allie Love got to try it out. Were you playing some flag football? Oh, we're going to check that out. I'm excited because I feel like most of us will enjoy this story. Good morning, everyone. Guess what? We're talking about the NFL League, and how they're hoping to highlight flag football as a safer, more inclusive alternative to traditional football. So I connected with Deanna Flores, captain and quarterback of Mexico's women's national flag team, to try it out. Let's go ahead and take a look. (laughs) You may have seen Deanna Flores in this year's flag football Super Bowl ad called Run With It. We sent the message of unity, of breaking barriers, women empowerment, and a message of love for the sport. Sprinting through life is something the Mexican flag football star is used to. How did you get into flag football? I started playing with girls that were probably like 16 or 17 years old while I was eight. That was the only way for me to be able to play flags. Eight year old, where did you get that confidence? I am super lucky to have a family that have always supported me. It didn't matter if flag football was seen as a sport for boys back then. They knew that this was my passion. That passion landed Deanna a spot on the Mexican national roster at the age of 16. Since then, it has been nine years full of growth, experiences, joy, and I'm so happy to see what we have achieved. Flag football is one of the world's fastest growing sports. You have millions of folks around the world participating. You need no equipment. It's accessible. Why is accessibility to sport important to today's youth? It gives them the opportunity to try it. It is fun to play. It is fun to watch. It is inclusive. It is for men, women. You can play it a co-ed format. The International Federation of American Flag Football League is made up of seven countries. It is super competitive to be here to qualify for the World Cup, which is going to be in 2024. Playing at this level takes grit. How do you psych yourself up to step out on the field and give it your best? For me, the best weapon is hard work. We can turn the impossible to possible. And that's what we do every time we are together on the field. At just 25 years old, Deanna is one of flag football's most recognizable faces serving as a sports global ambassador. And come 2028, she may have another honor to add to her lengthy list of accolades. Flag football potentially being a part of the Olympics. I mean, how does that sound? We hope to receive good news this year from the IOC. That will be just a dream come true because as an athlete, your highest dream is to represent your country. I love it. We talked about all these things. And the thing that really gets you emotional is the potential of flat football being in the Olympics. Because I am proud to see what we have achieved. But for sure, the future is right for flat football. <laughs> I'm getting emotional too. I'm like going to cry. I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> in a little bit, you're going to take me through some drills. Can I handle it? 
You will be able to. You're going to love it. I promise. Pinky promise. After a quick change, I joined Team Mexico, who were warming up for their afternoon game against Panama. Good job. That's the way. Yeah, that's the way. Okay, I'm going to teach you like how to flex. Okay. Sides and pull them. Good job. All right, Amazing. question. Do you think I have a, a future in flag football? A little future? <laughs> you have abilities. <laughs> All you need is like the focus and the willpower to do it. So, you got it all. <laughs> so I love it. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, pull on those so hard. Really hard. But, I mean, while my future in flag football is definitely still up in the air, <laughs> just this week, Deanna got some really great news. She became flag football athlete to sign to Under Armour, the first flag football athlete to sign to Under Armour. Also, earlier this year, she became the first flag football player whose items in the Pro Football Hall of Fame oh, wow. with her jersey that she wore during that Super Bowl ad that we just saw in that spot. And now, if you're wondering about the tournament at all, the USA football national team wound up defeating Team Mac Mexico. It's a little bit of a rivalry there, uh -huh. so there's a lot to watch. We're excited to see what happens as we get closer to Women's Flag Football World Cup. Next you know, flag fun. my son has played flag football for the past few years, and it's a great sport for parents who are skittish about letting their kids yes. play, like, actual... Yeah, because yeah. they're not getting off. tackled with this. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. It's a but lot still throwing kids. And, and so much less equipment. So yes. Yeah. It's, it uh, the successful. entry level is so much lower. Mm -hmm. I love that. I oh, think fun. perhaps maybe you stick to, to Peloton. Look at this one. I knew Craig, I knew Craig was going to come with something. I caught the ball. The reason I caught the ball is because specifically I knew if I sat next to Craig, he, he was going to say, well, why didn't yeah. you catch that? If you didn't catch it. Well. Ooh, a new category, flag peloton. There you go. <laughs> all right. Holly, Thank thanks Allie. so much. Coming up, we've got a travel itinerary for all the TV bingers. How to take a beach vacation just like the summer I turned pretty or Outlander's pretty. 18th century Scotland. We've got something for everybody. Then later, we're heading to the kitchen with the secret ingredient to the perfect BLT oh, right with Matt Abdu. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Yummy. Forget about PSL. I'm talking BLT. <laughs> Bam! Third hour today is right back. It looks like the secret ingredient. It looks yummy. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If you are still looking to book that final summer getaway, we are helping you plan this morning with a little inspiration from your favorite TV show. And here with the ideas is Misty Bellis, Vice President of Global PR at Virtuoso. Misty, good morning. Good morning. I, I love this segment because we watch these shows and you feel like you're a part of them. You get so invested in it. So it's it's nice to be able to try to plan a trip around it. Yeah. Um, and the first one, Craig, you and I were just talking about, I need to start watching The Bear. Oh, it's such a great show. You absolutely have to watch. Um, in addition to sort of 
complicated family dynamics. It's all about the food scene in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And when you visit, the first place you have to go is the original Mr. Beef. It serves as the inspiration for the show. Mm. And while you're there, enjoy the incredible culinary scene that Chicago has. Uh, you can do your own sort of foodie tour, just like uh, Chef Sydney did. Mm -hmm. So head to um, Kasama, which is a Michelin-starred Filipino restaurant, mm. or to Avec, which is more of a neighborhood restaurant, or public and quality meats. Or if you have a sweet tooth, head to Rosser's Bakery. Because if you've seen the show, there is this beautiful display of colorful donuts that it serves as the inspiration for Marcus, and that's where you will find them. Hmm. Um, and if you need some really good reasons to go visit, well, there's lots of food festivals coming up in Chicago this fall, including the Taste of Chicago. Which, which is, is huge. It is, yeah. September yeah. 8th through the 10th, it will be going on. Oof. And while you're there, we recommend staying at the Pendry Hotel in Chicago. Oh, I like the Pendry. Mm. Uh, beautiful, architecturally, just mm, gorgeous. Uh, rates are going to start there at about two ninety-five a night. Or if you want to stay at the Navy Pier, look to the Sable Hotel, mm -hmm. and that's going to run you about starting at two ninety-nine a night. All right, let's head to New York City for uh, and just like that. And just like that, we're talking about Carrie Bradshaw one more time. <laughs> so if you're a true fan of the show, you absolutely have to go by Carrie's apartment, which is at sixty-six. Perry Street in oh. the village. So you can stroll by, you can take a picture on the stoop, but just be cool because it's actually somebody's house. Yeah, oh, no. No. Yeah, no, no, there is that. Exactly. Don't, uh, don't go ask for a cup of coffee or anything. <laughs> so uh, visit that, or if you really want to have the and just like that experience, you can go dine at Benoit, which is the Alain Ducasse restaurant where she and Aiden reconnect this season. Oh, I'm sorry for the spoiler. No, I know. Yeah, like, I, need, I need a ketchup. That's fine. <laughs> and if you really want to have the experience, go have a drink at the Baccarat Hotel Bar. Oh, that's my, that's, I love the Baccarat. I do, too. It's, it's one my, of my... Oh, aren't you fancy? <laughs> no, I, oh, I, I love, love the Baccarat. Yeah, they get a great me. corporate rate there. Oh, oh the corporate rate. <laughs> oh. It's so, so stylish, so chic. So, yeah, go uh, go have a drink there. A or if you really want to treat yourself, go have a stay there. It's going to start at about 945 oh. a night. Oh, yeah. Oh, Craig, oh, oh, it's my favorite place. Oh, maybe I can get something on Groupon. Would you like me to move on? Please do. Okay, let's do the summer I turned pretty. That's another one that I feel like I need to catch up on. So, but this is a fictional place, but you can still find a place with some beach vibes, right? Well, actually, it's filmed all over Wilmington, North Carolina. So they film a lot of shows down there. They do, yeah. So you'll recognize it from a number of, of shows. Um, but head to Wrightsville Beach in particular because that's where they filmed all the beach scenes there. Mm. It's a beautiful little beach there. Mm -hmm. Or head to the Carolina Boardwalk, which is where you see the amusement park and the the carnival, the arcade. Mm -hmm. There and while you're there, stay at the Sea Witch Inn, which is right there at the boardwalk, just steps away oh, from looks the sweet. beach. And rates are going to start there at about 179. Really quick, okay. here, Misty, this last one, Outlander. This is one of your favorite oh, shows. Oh yeah, Dylan if it, loves if it the, comes with Sam Hewen, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Dylan loves the main actor. Is it true that of the requests you get? This this is the show that, that people most want to go and live? Yes, absolutely. This is the one I get the most questions about. How can I go have the Outlander experience? Yeah. Does it include time travel? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but uh, you'll probably feel like you're stepping back in time. But no, it, I mean, it's Scotland, so it's a beautiful place to visit mm. anyway. But make sure you visit the Stones, because while they don't exist in Inverness, mm. and they probably have no time travel associated with them, mm -hmm. they are based on real stones really? called the Calame Standing Stones. Okay. They're in the oh. Outer Hebrides which is way north and way west. Um, so it's a little bit of a trek to get there, but they date back between 3,000 and 5,000 years. Wow, so wow. they really do seem mystical. And you can stay at Mid-Hope Castle 
as well, which mm -hmm. is Lollybrock, mm -hmm. which is the mm -hmm. uh, Jamie Fraser family yeah. home. Oh, that's amazing. So you can go and visit that. And then last but not least. Oh, we're out of, we're out of time, Mr. Oh. Oh, we need a time machine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we do need a time oh, can you imagine staying there? Though. Thank you so much. Ooh, I want to stay there. No, let's plan a trip. All right, done. Okay. Thank uh, you, we want to mention that Misty is a paid employee of Virtuoso, which represents the Pendry and the Baccarat Hotel. How about Craig? <laughs> when we come back, uh, we've got the perfect summer sandwich to make on the grill, and it includes Matt Abdu's secret family recipe for a BLT. Ooh. His mom's Italian marinade. And we serve it on a silver plant. Third hour today. I love it. This morning in our series Today Table, we are putting a tasty twist on a classic sandwich, the BLT. And here to show us how to do it is Matt Abdu, the executive chef and owner of Pig Beach BBQ with a new location opening soon in Louisville. That's, That's right. right. Get ready, Louisville. We're coming. That's right. Just scan the QR code to get all the ingredients you need. Matt, you are making a, a, a twist with the BLT, but it's your grandmother's secret. My secret. mom. Your, your mom's Italian okay. marinade. So when we were growing up, mom had that old Tupperware container. It had mm -hmm. like the red on top and the white oh, on the yeah. bottom or maybe vice versa, right? <laughs> you marinated everything in it. Sure. So she made her Italian marinade. Uh, Mr. Roke, if you don't mind, dump all that stuff in there. We got parsley, oregano, mm -hmm. um, chili flakes, salt, pepper, garlic, all onion. All the things. All the things. And to that, we're going to round out this marinade with a little bit of red wine vinegar, okay. extra virgin olive oil, and then a little bit of honey for sweetness. Okay. And I have a little bit of sweetness. Just a little bit of honey um, just to kind of round out the sweetness in that marinade. What'd you say, Dylan? What was in the bowl? Not um, nothing. Oh, it's empty. Yeah, it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some some water just to kind of finish it out. If you guys have ever made those vinaigrettes, you should whisk that up. Yes, water. Yes, yes. So we're gonna let that happen. Now uh -huh. over here, we got some chicken, boneless, skinless chicken breast. Mm -hmm. I got a little piece Come of plastic on. wrap on this so I can touch it without touching it. Oh. And we're just gonna butterfly it open so that it's nice and thin. This is gonna make it cook faster Ooh. and more okay. even. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're gonna open that up and then we're gonna put it in a Ziploc bag. We're gonna right. take mom's Italian marinade. Okay. We're gonna dump it over that chicken. We're gonna let this marinade for one hour to overnight in your fridge. Okay. You can use marinade on more than just chicken. Really, whatever you're feeling, put it on it. Let it marinate. It's going to be delicious. Everybody's talking about the, the, the sauce. Well, that's what we're doing next. So, Mr. Alcott, in this bowl, we have mayonnaise. So, herb mayonnaise is what we're making for this. You can Ooh. use this on anything that you like. Put mayonnaise on. we got shallots. Okay. we got thyme, garlic, lemon juice, lemon zest, black pepper, salt, all the good stuff. Mix Yum. it up. Put it in your fridge until you're ready to use it. Put it on any sandwich you want to make. Yeah. All right. Um, it'll last a very long time in your fridge. You don't have to worry about it. Mayonnaise is pretty, it's pretty stable. It's going to, it's going to last pretty, probably at least a week or more okay. Okay. Um, until those herbs start kind of turning colors on you. Right, so you marinate so, it. Even if you just do a couple hours, is it enough to get it the is, flavor? It is. It is. For okay. when you cut it, especially when you cut it this thin. Cause it's okay. so thin. So, yep. So we're going to, our grill set up to nice and hot heat. I love to do what's called zone cooking. One side of your grill really hot. The other side kind of on low or off almost. Okay. So that if you get a really nice char, but it's still not finished cooking yet. Right. Smells you good. You can put it to the low side, okay. close the lid and let it finish cooking to a hundred. 65 degrees. Okay. Now it's time to build our sandwich. We have some griddled Texas toast, Ooh, which is just a good thick toast. White yeah. bread, a big heaping dollop of that herb mayonnaise sure. on the top mm. and bottom. I like this hydroponic lettuce that we have here, a little I butterhead lettuce. Saves, yeah. Um, pro tip whenever you're doing tomatoes and avocado, yes. always hit them with a little bit of olive oil, salt, and pepper. Oh. It's going to make the flavors really pop so much better. Okay. Never knew that. Build up our tomatoes oh. on the bottom. Bunch of bacon, as much or as little as you like. Oh my gosh. We're going to take that chicken. You could slice it or just leave mm. it whole. Mm -hmm. Top it with these avocados. It's just so Matt. Why not, right? Those two, wow. the marinade and the herb and the mayo. Sauce. 
And Set it over unbelievable. the top. And it's just a way of taking a classic sandwich and just kind of elevating oh. with mom's Italian marinade, that herb mayonnaise on there. Now you turned a lunch into a dinner. Yeah. Well, well, this is great. Down. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Put a fried egg on it and every <laughs> oh meal of the day. Uh-oh. All right. Here thank we go. You, Matt, thank you so oh, much. Thank you. And don't forget, you can buy the ingredients for mm. this recipe by scanning the QR code or head to today.com slash table, today table. And we also have to mention today earns a commission from purchases through the QR code or links on today.com. This is delicious. Unbelievable. Thank you. Third hour of today. Right back at So that does it for us for today, but don't miss a very special guest tomorrow, rapper Jeezy Jenkins, joining us Jeezy, live it. in studio. And his visit comes as we are celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, born right here in New York City. Up next on Hoda and Jenna, we'll have a closer look at the fashion inspired by hip-hop. We'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye-bye. So long. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.